Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. What's good, everybody? Welcome into the Early Edge, your daily sports betting brand of record. I am the coach, and we are powered, as always, by the almighty sports line, the best value in all of sports betting, and it's not even close. I am in a glorious mood this morning for a couple of different reasons. First and foremost, let's look back at last night. Not a great day as far as collectively, but we did hit some, and we lost some. It happens, but... Then on early as there you go. A lot of you hit that over some 40 points in the second half. But if you notice the Ravens plus showdown with our resident genius M squared, it was so nice to get that Venmo coming over late last night in the fourth quarter. Now, I can't look back. We got to look forward. We got a busy day at the brand and on Fridays, you know, we have early edge in five at a special start time, 3.30 Eastern time, because our prop spectacular is every week with C and Ajad, prop stars, Uncle Dave from Fantasy Football today at 4 p.m. Eastern time. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us on Spotify or Apple and never miss a second of our great content. Now, the other reason I'm in a great mood today. Many of you already have said it in the chat. You know what Fridays are in the football season. You know what Fridays are, and you know who I have. Here we go! Oh, my goodness. Ladies and gentlemen, first and foremost, it doesn't matter the league. It doesn't matter if they're pro. It doesn't matter if they're amateurs. He can handicap it. Emory Hunt, good morning, sir. Good morning, guys. Happy to be on this Friday. Last high school football game uh, I broadcast tonight, Bishop McDevitt High School. Great uh, FBS prospects all across the field. And tomorrow you'll see me on your Morgan State, South Carolina State broadcast at noon Eastern time. Excited about those two games. Happy to be on the show today. Nobody touts himself like Emory Hunt. Let's go. Now, he is our resident energy maker. We wish we had him more, but we'll take what we can get. Chip Patterson. Good morning, sir. Good morning, gentlemen. Best time of the week as we gather together, we assemble our minds, and we get the locks that we need for the college football weekend, and, and maybe a little more. Will, will I borrow a little bit from Emory? Yes. Will I borrow a little bit from AB? Borrow a little bit from Coach? Because I'm trying to win, too. Let's have a big one. It's all about the community. Nobody is more important than anybody else. Now, if you've noticed the last couple of weeks, yes, we lost our beloved jeweler. But this man has taken over the reins seamlessly. The man who runs the brand, ladies and gentlemen, from eight floors below in Nashville, Tennessee. A.B., good morning, sir. 
Good morning. Good morning, Emory. Good morning, Chip. Good morning, everybody in the Early Edge crew. Yeah, we've got uh, internet access down here in the janitor's closet. So we're fantastic. We're excited about that. Uh, also, shout out to our man Kyle Burks last night. Hit me for a yardstick on the showdown last night on Lamar Jackson. So well done on that one. We paid up, obviously. So, Kyle, t- tip of the cap to you on that one. And then, yeah, uh, Emory, you said you got the Emory, or the, you got the Morgan State game. Head coach by my man, Tyrone Wheatley. The former Michigan running back himself. Oh yeah, oh yeah. No, Wheatley is now the running backs coach with the Denver Broncos. That's right, that's right. He went up there, yeah, forward, yeah. Gentlemen, real quick, before we get into everything, you remember last week we had that issue with Fresco, and now Fresco is back, and he says, "I had two great dinners last week. The wife and the mistress, they're happy. Let's keep it going, and don't say you want no part of it, coach. It's your fault. You have these glorious handicappers." I don't even know how I feel about that. Wait, this was our dude that went on the dinner with his wife and his mistress, right? Yeah, yeah. had him at two different tables. Yeah. And he's still hey, he's still alive, so I guess it worked out. That's very true. Very true. Which leads us right into our trap week of week nine in college football. So let's get it started. Storylines that could affect the betting lines today. Chip, start us off. I told y'all. I told y'all on Wednesday. A.B. knows. I told y'all week nine was trap week. And you, you had that Utah ticket. You were so excited. You didn't listen to me telling you about these ranked teams on the road against unranked teams when we're more than two months into the season. And sure enough, you're like, oh, I can't wait to see Cam Rising, this great quarterback. I haven't heard anything about any injuries or availability. And what is that star quarterback doing? Sitting on the sideline, wearing a headset, doing the Macarena. (laughs) And, And you were like, what? How did I know? Trapped. You got trapped. You could have listened on Wednesday, and you could have heard. So let me give you a warning for Saturday, because even though that one's in the bag, you still have a warning for seven more games where a ranked team is on the road against an unranked team. TCU at West Virginia. Have you ever seen a frog get trapped and skinned? You might, because it is West Virginia. We got Oregon at Cal. That's an absolute bear trap. We got West Wake Forest at Louisville. Wakey leaks, real ones know, hack and trap. <laughs> Illinois at Nebraska. That's a corn maze. Cincinnati at UCF. Gus Malzahn's offense is literally built with trap doors. USC at Arizona. That's a sand trap in the desert. And Ole Miss at Texas A&M is a double hangover. Angry Aggies trapped like Texas A&M is trapped to Jimbo Fisher with $86 million on that buyout. It's week nine, y'all. Don't get trapped. There are levels, ladies and gentlemen. Levels. I don't want to hear anything else. I don't, I don't want to hear about anybody else. Just stop it. That is the top shelf. All right? There's nothing higher than that. I'm just looking out for the people. It's all, it's all you do, baby. It's all you do. Now, as focused as Emory and Chip will have us on college football, there is a little event. Yes, it's pushed way back this year. But alas, it has arrived tonight in H-Town. The Astros hosting the Philadelphia Phillies. And A.B., there is one little nugget that you have found that kind of dictates the postseason thus far. What am I talking about? Yes, sir. So we got game one of the World Series tonight in Houston. We got the Phillies against the Astros. Now, understand how the MLB postseason has been working, all right? 46.2% of all runs scored in the MLB postseason have been via home run. To give you a comparison, it's about 38, 39% in the regular season. So it's been even more. And 
whoever wins the home run battle in the postseason in every single game, 20 and five in the postseason. And you take a look at both of these teams. All right. The Phillies have hit 10 home runs in their last five games. The Houston Astros have hit a home run in nine straight games. So both of these teams mash. Take a look at the pitching going up against each other throughout these games. If we go seven games, whatever it is in the world series, because whoever the pitcher is that is giving up home runs likely will dictate how each game will go. I think I'm just going to play the over in every game. Cause it's two band boxes. It's, you know, the over is going to be like six and a half. We crushed the over in those, in those. Yeah, last it's series. six and a half tonight. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. Now, Gary in the chat says, hey, coach, college basketball coming next month and NBA heating up. How's about a show hoops at six with props and predictions? You got some great basketball handicappers. I agree. We have the best. What we can do, because we have a little show at six hosted by Katie Mox, but we could do early edge in five and make it early edge in 10 and add props to it during the basketball season. We would do that for you. That we would do. It's two hours before. Rise and shine, football fans. This is Susanna Fuller from Morning Footy, a podcast part of the CBS Sports Galazzo Network covering the breadth of the global game. Join me, Nico Cantor, Charlie Davies, Alexis Guerreros, and guests every morning for the perfect blend of news, analysis, conversation, and exclusive interviews. If you love soccer, then look no further. We've got you covered for Europe's top five leagues, the W Gold Cup, the Champions League Knockout Stage, CONCACAF Nations League, NWSL, MLS, Transfer News, and much more. Download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere podcasts are found. Subscribe to Morning Footy. Explore the weaponization of rap lyrics in the criminal justice system in the new documentary, As We Speak, Rap Music on Trial. Now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Terms apply. All right, I am fired up for our board today. I feel like I have three greyhounds sitting on the back of a truck in the middle of Kansas ready to jet out and go to do something. So, Emery Hunt. (laughs) (laughs) Emery Hunt. (laughs) After my flow was ruined, it was beautiful. I was walking into the fields. (laughs) All right, Friday night. Let's start with Friday night and hidden tickets. Hidden tickets, but they'll still catch them at the pay window. Emory, you're up. Well, first, let me put guys know I'm a football analyst, football analyst, right? I, I'm a I'm a guy that's in the trenches, handing the dirt, coming off the edge, toting the rock, all that stuff right there, right? But let me sound like a capper right quick because I saw the chat and I answer some questions about the FCS spreads. Hear the analysis, and you can make your better judgment there. So you find these Saturday, usually at 11 o'clock a.m. Eastern time or 10.45 a.m. Eastern time. These FCS lines are up on Caesars Sportsbooks. So everyone else probably gets them whatever time they get them. But I do know Caesars, 10.45 a.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Eastern. And if you go by my analysis, because I know a lot of people hit me up at, on game day asking while I'm about to broadcast a game, well, the line moved to this, line moved to that. Like, listen. If you hear me being adamant about a team blowing somebody out and the line is at minus five and is now at minus eight, trust that minus eight still works, you know, just as fine as minus five. So use your own reasoning, you know, but also trust the analysis. Um, So that's the betting side. Now let's get to the football side of things. Friday night, I'm a big fan of run game and defense. I just told you I'm a football guy's football guy, right? 
East Carolina can run the heck out of the football. I know Houghton Aylers, the quarterback, gets a lot of the love, but the run game is excellent. Their defense, I can trust more than BYU's defense right now. So I am going to take East Carolina plus the points tonight. In the CFL, big news. This is the last weekend of the regular season for the CFL before we go into the playoffs next weekend. But great news for the BC Lions. Nathan Rourke, their starting quarterback, who was well on his way to being CFL MVP before he got hurt. He is back, and they're going to start him in this game while Winnipeg, the reigning Grey Cup champions, are sitting a lot of starters. So this is going to be a great springboard for Nathan Rourke to get back into the groove, to also get back into the, the flow of things as they go into the playoffs. Take BC Lions and the points. They're going to try to win this game tonight. That doesn't mean anything for Winnipeg or BC, but anything for morale. Louisiana Tech, it pains me as a raging Cajun to talk about Louisiana Tech, but I have to give credit when credit is due. Lay these six and a half points against FIU. Shout out to FIU for getting the coach fired. But I'm a big fan of Will Healy and what he was able to do at, at Charlotte. I don't know why they let him go after that loss they had last week to FIU, but FIU would get drummed in this ball game by Louisiana Tech. So lay these six points. And also in the Ivy League, I said this on HQ this morning, the best pro prospect in this ball game plays kicker for <laughs> Columbia. Alex Falcons, once he crosses the 50-yard line, he is within range, guys. I did a game when he did when they played Georgetown, and he missed one that got tipped. But outside of that, things were going flying through the net. I'm talking about it would have been good from 70 yards. So this number right here at 41 and a half, because it's a pivotal game for both teams. They're trying uh Columbia's trying to win their first Ivy League game this season. Look for this to go back and forth. So I say 24-21, but definitely put you over 41 and a half total tonight and that you could probably find about an hour or so before kickoff on DraftKings. and if i'm saying go over 41 and a half i just gave you 24 21 so if they move it to 43 take the over don't ask him don't ask him <laughs> reed said emory's easy money but then sinful Sage said it's chip friday of course i'm here so ab gave me an idea i just had an idea what do you think since you're running the brand that we do a little naming contest for this particular show for the rest of the season. And whoever comes up with the name of the show will get a cool $100 Venmo to them, no strings attached. What do you think about that, A.B.? Love the idea. All in for that, yes. Uh, all right, all right. Now, Chase says, coolest show on YouTube. Chase, I'm offended. This is the coolest show anywhere, but we'll take the compliment. All right, so if you want to participate, name what this show should be called. Like we have Sunday Brunch on Sunday, M Squared, name that. So what should Friday with Emery, Chip, and AB be called? I'm the judge. Be called. Like I finished school. So I'm the judge. I decide. So whoever I pick, that's who will get a cool $100. And as you know, I play no favorites. I play no favorites. All right, so that's Emery's Friday night slate. I believe Chip. I believe that I could dig one play out of you for Friday. Am I right? Oh, yeah. And I am dialed into a game that Emory has already given you for a lot of the same reasons that he has taken ECU plus the three. I'm just going to get it a little more specific. We are going to go and lock up the ECU team total over because, yes, I do love ECU's running game. Yes, I am going to give some love to Holton Aylers. He is having a terrific season, was a little bit banged up, played through it, seems to be a little bit healthier. But the thing that uh, Emory said that is the most important here – 
Boy, BYU's defense is, I mean, this is a group that we thought that Kalani Sataki and the way that this BYU team is built, the foundation, the identity, you'd think there would be some some toughness there, but they can get picked apart. I think that ECU, even traveling to Provo, is going to be able to go out there and score points against this BYU team. So very much in lockstep with my partner right here, I'm just going to go a little bit more specific and go with that ECU team total over because the Pirates are going to be able to put up points in Provo. Oh, and look who's in the chat as Chip was giving us that play. Our man Buckets. He says, Chip's energy is what I need on a Friday morning. What's going on, Buckets? All right, I think we have some soccer to bet on somewhere in the world today. All right, speaking of somewhere in the world, I am actually really, really excited about this particular matchup in the World Series. You guys see the story about the guy who bet $50 on some long shot, and it was Astros to beat the Phillies? $50 bet, and he'll win $250,000 if the Astros beat the Phillies. And he says, I'm not hedging. He says, Let it ride. Nah, he goes, I'm letting it ride. I respect that. I respect that. All right, A.B., I have a feeling that based off of your storyline earlier that we're predicting runs tonight for both teams. Yes? Yes, sir. You know I love a good both teams to score bet, right? <laughs> now, look, we've seen in every sport when it begins, it's difficult to bet. The NBA, the NHL, like there's a lot of variance and there's a lot of, you know, downtime leading into these games. So it's tough to get an accurate full read. So what we're going to do with the World Series in game one tonight is we're going to take both teams to score two or more runs. So all we need to hit, Astros score two runs, Phillies score two runs, we're good to go. The only thing that we know about these two teams is that they are mashing, all right? Bryce Harper, he looks like Benny the Jet Rodriguez, just blasting him left and right. We know the Houston Astros at home, on the road, on the moon. They don't care. They're going to hit bombs. Both of these teams are averaging over two home runs alone per game over their last seven. So both teams to score two or more runs tonight. We don't care who wins. We don't care if the over-under hits. None of that. We just need two runs from each team, and we cash. I have to play it this way because if you watch – And it's at Caesars is where I found it to, to answer the question in the chat. Sorry, keep going. As I was saying – I am sitting on my plus 380 ticket that we played prior to the playoffs starting, which is now like minus 190, minus 200. It pays to watch live and it pays to pay attention. Now, AB, we all four work for a corporate entity, correct? Correct. So so I just want your reaction if we took these um, things to corporate to see if we can name this show that. This one's not so bad. The stud picks. By Chip, Hunt, and Bell. You know, this one, however. Friday Energy AM Bangers. <laughs> I'm all in on bangers, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that to get a big old reject. <laughs> send it back. <laughs> That's not going to work. Snake needs to hit that big X on the screen. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll tell you, like, from, from being in this, in this corporate world, you got to give them, like, seven options and hide your good one in the middle of them. So throw in the ones that you know are going to get rejected because then it makes the good ones look even better. I would say, I, listen, I, I know I can always use an extra 115 bucks from Coach. So how about we toss this thing called and call it gaining yards because yards – in our lingo, means grands. So if I'm gaining yards, obviously it's a play on the football part. 
but also play on pop culture where we gaining money. Mm. And bring, you remember when I said I don't play favorites? Remember that? <laughs> well, I would say this to the chat, just like I'm going to say this to you. That is terrible. That what? Is terrible. What? Terrible. What? Try again. Try again. All right. Now, <laughs> now, we're not done. We're not done. That's just Friday. We've got Saturday for you. So, Emery, when I woke up this morning, I can promise you, there's not one person watching right now that said, what's going on in that Fordham game? Or what's Prime doing this weekend with his Jackson State squad? But you did. What do you got? We could probably call this the Fordham football show because we talk about Fordham <laughs> probably every weekend, right? But here's the thing about Fordham, and this is why I chose this game, because Fordham has been scoring a zillion points on everybody this year, and rightfully so because they have Botis Kokosulas at receiver. They have three other receivers that are legit prospects as well. They can run the football. Tim Demorat may end up in the senior bowl uh, by uh, when it's all said and done in January. So with that being the backdrop, they face my number five ranked team in FCS right now in Holy Cross. And what's so famous about Holy Cross? Bob Chesney is a great coach, fantastic guy, a lot of energy. He's the college version of Sean McVay. He's going to be a power five head coach soon, but I know Holy Cross hates that. I just said that because he is phenomenal for their program. But they have one of the best defenses in the FCS. So you have great offense meeting great defense. This number, this total of 73 and a half is based off what I've said all year long about Fordham and none of what I've said about Holy Cross. So definitely take the under. And Saturday, we know game day is at Jackson State Prime, all the spectacle. But this matchup is going to be about the trenches, trench warfare. I'm staying away from the points, but I'm looking at the total. Jackson State's offensive line, we spoke about that earlier, how much better they are this year as opposed to last season. They're going to get their biggest test of yet. Last week, they got tested with, with Campbell. That's why the score was only 22-14. This week, they faced two NFL prospects, legit NFL prospects, in Jordan Lewis, the edge rusher, uh, and Jason Dumas, who transferred in from Prairie View A&M, is an NFL prospect. Both guys have already accepted their uh, invitation to the HBCU Legacy Bowl. So that tells you right now, you got two NFL prospects going up against a revamped offensive line. I think we'll see this one look like last week's game against Campbell. So expect that number to be under 51 and a half. And last but not least, because we just gave out so many great plays on this list, I gave out so many great plays of what, six or seven or something like that. You just saw what happened uh, at the University of Michigan, out in Michigan. They just found uh, Willie the, Mammoth. The, yeah, the Willie Mammoth skeletal remains. Guess who about to buy it after this weekend and sit up here <laughs> in, my, in, my, in my basement? Guess who's about to have <laughs> Somebody in the chat said, I need to buy a buffalo this weekend, Emory. Help me out. Help me out. Uh, by the way, in the chat, uh, somebody said, the breakfast club, because we be eating. I like the sentiment, and that's where we need to be going. But I think Charlemagne the God might have an issue with us calling the show they the breakfast the green club. off us, man. We had to change our colors after that. <laughs> <laughs> You're too much. You're too much. All right. Now, moving right along. Chip only brought you one from Friday, which means he's going to be eating on Saturday. Chip, what do we got? That's yeah, 50% of the games on Friday night. But we turn our attention to the best picks that we've got for Saturday. Of course, man, nothing gets me more excited than the, the SEC on CBS Game of the Week, where we're going to Jacksonville. And this number is too gum high. 
Why is it too daggum high? Is it a rivalry game? Yes. Why is it too daggum high? Because it's a Georgia game? Yes. I mean, that's the, one of the easiest plays that you could do. Georgia unders have been cashing for the last two years. But, and this is fascinating to think about, this is also a look-ahead spot for the Georgia Bulldogs. You got Tennessee on deck. You want to get a lead, then you want to squeeze the life out of this game. One final piece on Florida, Georgia. Let's look at the X's and O's, the way these teams match up. Florida, you want to run the ball with Anthony Richardson. You want to run the ball with that deep running back room. Clock, 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 clock. Georgia, that passing attack, especially the explosive passing attack, ever since they got those injuries at the wide receiver position, it just hasn't been there. We go under the key number of 56, so under 56 and a half. Also, Minnesota's de defense needs a bounce back after getting absolutely shredded by Penn State. Well, what better opponent than the Rutgers Scarlet Knights, who pose very, very little threat to anyone. And I think that when we look at Rutgers defensively, it's actually a plus value run defense. And that is the one thing that Minnesota does. This is a 30 to three kind of game. We cruise under the number of 41. And finally, while I listed this in my potential trap spots, I'm here to tell you that Dave Clawson is saucy. Oh, boy, the claw fence is going to be rocking and rolling. He came out here. He was like, yeah, well, I guess after this year, I'm going to need to find new 13th year players. He's just stacking double-digit win seasons on top of each other. This line is way too little. I don't care that it's on the road. Quarterback Sam Hartman, this group of wide receivers have been fantastic, and Louisville may have gotten a win against Pitt. But I think that win was more about what's going on wrong with Pitt than what's right with Louisville. I think the Deeks win this game. And I mentioned Wakey Leaks. Dave Clawson will never forgive Louisville for what they did, taking that inside information. He is going to run it up on the Cardinals. I love those little nuggets because in college, those matter because college coaches will do that. In the pros, that stuff doesn't matter. But in college, no doubt. Now, boys, I have two that I actually like, and I want to quickly vote. Mark has Friday Fire, and so I was, like, saying in my head, welcome to Friday Fire. With Sounds pretty good. And uh, Nate says, the boat show, because we're cashing so many tickets, we can buy all them boats. Welcome to the boat show here on the Early Edge. How about wives and mistresses? <laughs> yes. We, yes. We want to be on yes. next Friday, Henry. We want to be on next Friday. I like Friday Fire, to be honest with you. Fuego like Friday? Friday? What's that? Fuego Friday? Fuego Friday. Dan Patrick called. Oh. <laughs> big, big energy. I, I like yeah. that. <laughs> big, big energy. <laughs> Winner. Oh. <laughs> Who was that? Reed Fellows? Who was that? <laughs> big, big energy. Reed. Yeah, it was Reed. Dude, Reed's oh, put that fire, that might, dude. that might be the winner. <laughs> Welcome into Big Pick Energy Fright. It's fantastic. Yeah. It's fantastic. One one yeah. quick thing. I saw in the chat someone asked, is my CFL article up on Sports Line? It will be up after we leave the show. I'll go write it up and put it up there. But thank you for reading that uh literature we've been putting out for 21 straight weeks. There you go. There you go. If you're a Sports Line member, you get all of the articles, all the extra stuff, all my cappers. And by the way, Emory, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm gonna do anybody that's new today. Hopefully, you've had a good time. But if you're new today, we want you also to be a member of what we're doing. And use the promo code early, and I'll let you do 30 days for free. You can try us out, all the cappers, all the simulations, all the picks. It's not just about the picks here. It's about everybody. 
And that's what I love about Sportsline. Now, with that being said, grab your paper, grab your pencil. Here is the recap, courtesy of AB on the ones and the twos. Emory, these are Friday and Saturday games. The top four are today. East Carolina plus three, BC Lions plus three and a half in the CFL, Louisiana Tech minus six and a half, and Yale Columbia over 41 and a half. Then on Saturday, Fordham Holy Cross under 73 and a half. You may in your book have to go kind of click down because they probably have these two games in a different place. Jackson State Southern under 51 and a half. Then Chip, ECU, of course, that game tonight. Team total over 30 and a half. Then three on Saturday. Florida, Georgia under 56 and a half. Minnesota Rutgers, oh, don't watch it. Just look at the score. Under 41 <laughs> and Wake Forest going to run it up. Minus three and a half. Then AB one play today. Phillies, Astros, both teams to score two and or two plus runs, excuse me. Now, don't forget, special start time for Early Edge and 5 today at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time because we have our props spectacular with prop stars, Sian Ajad and Uncle Dave and yours truly at 4 p.m. Eastern time. And it's a show you do not want to miss. I'm telling you what, nobody has more fun than we do on Fridays here at the show. But with that being said, there's only one thing left to do. And Reed, you are our winner. Put your Venmo into the chat. It is big. Pick for I'll get it right, but you know what I'm saying. That's your winner. I love it. I Somebody's love it. gonna I love slip. <laughs> I know it, and that's the beauty. And it's probably gonna be me. Ah, there's only one thing left to do, and I believe you all know what that is. You've got your marching orders. Let's take all of these tickets straight to the pay window for my entire crew. Damn it, do I love them all? Chip, Emery, AB on the ones and the two, and throwing out fire picks. I am the coach. Just turn on your notifications. You won't miss one single second of this content. You heard Chase. It's the coolest show on YouTube. Period. End of story. And everywhere else. And we call it The Early Edge. Good luck. Spring training is in full swing and fantasy baseball draft season is upon us. That means you need to join us on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Stample, every Monday through Saturday for six pods per week throughout the month of March. We'll break down the latest news, spring training updates, players to target, and much more in just five minutes. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.